welcome to These Are Good Days with Leanne Miller and Matt Barris. Okay, so today is all about New Year's resolutions. resolutions. Neither one of us really love that word. No, we don't really, we don't we really don't. love that. <laughs> don't no. Really love, no. no, we don't really love that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we get into this. Oh, we always have to talk about to our talk good, about good days. Day. Extraordinary. Okay. Is your day this time, would you call this day an ordinary or an extraordinary oh, day? Um, well, an, an unusual day okay. for sure. So somewhere in between. Yeah, somewhere in between. Um, so our kids are 23 and soon to be 28. And our youngest son is a realtor mm, in yeah. Columbus. Joey. And yes, and he has been encouraging us to, um, you know, to get into kind of the fixer upper type, um, the fixer upper type industry, right? Like just to buy. Well, it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense, yeah. especially with Dar- what Daryl does. So we listen. Nobody wants. Nobody has ever said, Matt. You really should get into fixer upper flipping houses because <laughs> they, they I can't have said you should have a podcast. That's true. They've never said that to Daryl. No one. <laughs> listen, we all have our strengths. <laughs> no one, Me and D are not the same. Yeah, no one has ever said to D you should have a podcast ever. It's true. <laughs> so. We bought two properties um, here in our little town of Worcester, and they were definitely fixer-uppers. And recently, my good day was um, Joey took off work and came home, and um, they had to remove some plaster. If you follow me on Instagram, which it's just my name, at Leanne Miller, um, they had to remove plaster and, and... I, I want to tell you something. You want to talk about nasty, dirty work. Ugh. The house was built in 1901. Yeah. Um, so the plaster was just so nasty and so gross. If you do follow me on Instagram, you probably remember the stories. It was like a, it was like a cloud. It was just like absolutely like you could hardly see the other side of the room. Is plaster like where they put it on the wall and mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, that's the that's material? Mm-hmm. There's no drywall before or dry, anything. Before drywall. This so is was, it like stuccoy like? Oh, is it's it like rough? dust. It's like dust. Like when you start pounding it off of the wall yeah. or taking it off the wall, it just turns into like this, like dust. It's gross. Ugh. It is so dirty. I mean, they came home and I made them take their clothes off in the garage and shake them out in the yard yeah. and go straight to the straight. I mean, obviously they didn't get in the shower together, but they straight to the shower. <laughs> Thank you to for the, clarifying. Straight to the shower um, because they were just so filthy. Actually, Joey sat on the floor in the kitchen until Daryl was done yeah. with um, with his shower. And they, they were just so, so, so dirty. Yeah. And, but Ugh. it was such a wonderful day. It was a it was a good day because it was it was wonderful to watch them work together, you yeah. know. I mean, they're no lo- they're not little boys anymore. They're mm-hmm. men and they are strong and they can help their dad. Is and- Jojo keeping up with Daryl? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, he is. But like Daryl's a hard well, worker. Well, I mean, get- keeping up with him, yes. Knowing exactly what to do, you know, right. he's still learning. I mean, Daryl could Daryl could work a lot of people right right under the table. I mean, he's uh, me. Yeah, he <laughs> such an incredibly hard worker he is um but it's just good to see the boys and daryl just like knows how to do stuff i don't understand like i I wanted these little little picture ledge shelves Mm -hmm. for the studio down here he just knew how to do it and i was like could i do it sure i found the instructions on pinterest and i was like i have the tools i could do it it would probably take me about six hours and i texted daryl and was like hey what do you think about doing this and i sent him a picture and he was like sure come over on a friday night it took us like 40 
minutes from start so, to finish. He's so good. Like he has the tools. He knows what to do. He's mm, so good. I'm so I, jealous he, of that. He was, he was hooking up a light. He was hooking up some pendant lights at, at our farmhouse um, when we were renovating. And I said, okay, explain to me, how do you know how to do electrical? Because you were raised Amish. You didn't <laughs> even have electric. Like, how do you even know how to do it? He goes, well, it's not that hard. You just do it. And I'm like, no, that's not the. That's not an answer. I like, have been known to stand on a ladder in my home doing things like this and yelling, I have master's degrees. How can I do this? Yeah, I can yeah, do so many yeah. things. And my wife is like, everybody's good at different stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So. Daryl does know. When it comes to carpentry and building and... Oh, yeah. He knows, like, a lot about everything. Yeah, he does. I wouldn't even say he's, like, a jack-of-all-trades because he just knows a lot about it all. He's not a little bit of everything. He knows thoroughly. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? So here's mine. Our boys um, this winter did upwards basketball. And... If you've ever done upwards basketball, it's... I know the story. You're probably going to cry. (laughs) I probably won't. I hope I don't. Um, I love upwards because it's a positive um, environment for kids to just learn a sport. And our boys have loved doing basketball. Um, So our son, Luca, has done it for... This is his second year. And then our kindergarten, this was his first year. And we had his last game... Um, it wasn't this week. It was actually Wait, a couple. Who's last game? Lu- bo- actually, okay. both, both of theirs. Both. Okay. And here's what I'll say. We are not, my wife and I are not an athletic family. Like, we're not athletic people. It's not one of our interests. Um, we like going to events, and we like celebrating with people yeah, at yeah. events. I love a good tailgate. Yeah. But, but I don't know. you're not doing the three-pointers. No. Or even the one. <laughs> or any. Go sports. And so, <laughs> so our kids, you know, we just... Sports are not part of our family culture, part okay. of our life. Okay. And so this is literally the first time our kids have done sports. And so um, my son, Luca, was telling us like what he loves doing on the team, the role that he plays. And so what I love about Upwards is they make it, they're serious about it. So they have these slides with kids name on it and their pictures and, and the light. Yeah. And the lights are going and they're playing like jock jams. And so my son, our last name starts with a B. So my son is the first kid to run out. And my son, because I told you we're not athletic, you can imagine he's not, he's not the star player on the team right, by right. any means. He doesn't score a lot of points. Luca, if you're like 18 now listening to this, I'm sorry. It's just really is what it is. <laughs> and, um, he just wasn't, he's, he's just learning, right, you know, right, there are right, other right. kids on his team right. that are, have probably done it since birth. So anyway, they're doing this announcement jock jam thing. And he's the first kid to run out of the tunnel and he gets out to the middle of the court and his teammates start coming out and he has this little dance for all of his teammates where he's doing like this little leg pump thing. And then he's doing this thing with his arms for the next kid and he hugs kids and stuff like that. And I was sitting there crying at upwards basketball <laughs> because I was thinking how, when you were creating a team of people, mm. everybody has their strengths That's so true, and everybody ha- can bring value to the team and the coaches for upwards basketball um, this isn't like a competitive thing, but I could see my son, if he was on a competitive team, the coach being like, I want you to come out because I need somebody on the bench that's going to make dances yes, for their friends. Right. And I need somebody on our team that's going to give somebody a high five or right. scream when right. they make a point. Right. Or, you know, and that's, I just love that moment. And it's going to be a core memory for me as a parent because it just reminded me that 
no matter what my kids are good at, they can still be really good people. So no matter what their skills are, I'm more, maybe I will cry. I'm more proud of him. One, I'm proud of him that he stuck with a sport that He's, he hasn't excelled yeah, yeah, in. Like, yeah. he's fine. Yeah, he's not, he's um, not but the he has stuck with it. points or whatever. And he is a good person. And yes. I'm just so proud of how he's loved his teammates. And then the funny thing is later that night, you were at our house yes. for dinner. And they were in the other, the kids were eating somewhere else. And we were talking about upwards basketball. And um, we were saying this specific play that he likes to do. Um, with his team and we couldn't remember the name of it and so my wife yells into the other room and she goes Luca what's that thing you like about basketball what's your favorite thing yeah what's, what's your favorite thing about basketball and without hesitation he went my teammates <laughs> and that just melted my heart you started crying again. I did because I expected him to say I think the play was the screener screenplay the no screener idea. if you're a basketball person good for you <laughs> You probably know what that is, but he, without hesitation, like a said, play or something." Yeah, yeah, without hesitation, he said his teammates. teammates, and I was just so proud of that. Yeah, you know, so and good. I love that. So I'm so going to remember that for a really long time. Okay, Matt. Well, we're in the new year. Yeah. Do you have? So, do you do New Year's resolutions? Um, I don't. It's never been a big thing. Now let me let's let's talk about where these came from. In in any way, okay. I don't know about you. We've never talked about this before, no. probably, Mm-mm. but. In my Baptist tradition, we had watch night services. Did you ever have a watch night service? No. Okay, so a watch night service. This actually, I did a little research because you know I like the facts and all that stuff. So a watch night service was something that started in like the 1800s where Christians would get together and like pray in the new year. So we did this at my church still. Interesting. Um, In the 90s. It was the 90s. <laughs> and it's where you would get together and you would pray until midnight and you would have specific things you prayed about and, you know, hopes and dreams and that kind of thing. And so actually a lot of um, New Year's resolutions historically were spiritual things, oh, okay. which I think is really interesting. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it had to do with the church. And then over the years, it kind of evolved into something that caught on for everybody. It's funny to me how a lot of our traditions are actually rooted in some faith structure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't know that New Year's resolutions were connected no, to faith. And so um, even before it was connected to faith, though, it started in the Babylonian culture. Um, okay. And their calendar, they would switch over in like the end of March, right before harvesting season. And it was a time where they, when they would start the new harvest season, they would give back any equipment that they they borrowed from someone. Interesting. So isn't that funny? Yeah, so that weird. was their resolution was, I'm going to give back farming equipment that, then that doesn't belong that to I, me in the first that place. I borrowed. Um, and so, yeah, I think this is interesting. Uh, I found out that about 45% of people in America right now make New Year's resolutions. What percentage of that people do you think keep them? Out of 45%? Mm-hmm. 41%. Keep the resolution? Mm-hmm. Like follow through on it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah, my expectations are low. Eight. Eight percent of people. Oh, I meant I meant forty one percent don't. Like oh, they oh, don't. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like you would say four percent. Yeah, percent. Yeah, that's so only eight percent of them. I want to know in that percentage how many people the the resolution has to do with weight because and maybe I have that for you. Woman, 
a woman thing, but I remember growing up, like the New Year's resolution, not just growing up, even as an adult woman, like New Year's resolution was always about losing weight. Right. And I'm just so over it. Well, this is really interesting. So we actually, we are going to be talking about this soon. In 1947, so the the company Gallup, Gallup does polls okay, and yeah, statistics polls, and that yeah. kind of mm-hmm. thing. So Gallup must have been started before 1947 because they have data that compares 1947 to 2020. So in 1947, the number one resolution for New Year's resolutions was to improve my disposition, be more understanding, and control my temper. Oh, I love that. Right. That's the number one. Number two is improve my character. I love that. Number three we is... All, we need to go back to these resolutions. I know. The 40s weren't all that bad, oh. right? Number three was stop smoking. Interesting. I know. It was a big thing back then. That's not on the list now. Save more money was on there. That's a good one. Um, drinking less. Going back to church. Mm-hmm. Being more efficient and doing better at your job. Taking care of my health. I think this one's interesting. Taking a greater part in my home life. Interesting. And then number 10 was lose weight. What is it now? Well, today in 2020, well, these are 2020 statistics. It's 2023 right now. Okay. Um, number one is to lose weight. Yeah. So it went, totally. you know, in the it last. It went from improving your character to losing weight. Correct. Thing. Um, so well, in today's, it's getting organized, spending l- less money, staying fit and healthy. I like that. I like that yes. better. Um, enjoying life to the fur- to the fullest. Love that. Learning something exciting or new. I like that. I do too. Helping others fulfill their dreams. Love that. Fall in love. Aww. Quit smoking. Still on there. Not as high, really? but it's still on there. And then spending more time with my family. Oh yeah, that's good. You know, um, how I, fascinating is I that? I asked this question: Do you do New Year's resolutions in Pillow Talk? Mm, yeah, know, on mm-hmm. Instagram. I do a I do a little. Sh- Stick on Monday morning segment. Called, a little segment. Yeah. Um called Pillow Talk and I asked the question, do you make a New Year's resolution? So many people do not anymore. Yeah. But I had people pop into my DMs and I love this that said they make they make promises to themselves. Mm. Like that they're Tell me more prom- about that. And and I just for for whatever reason, it maybe it was even just the day, Matt. But it just that just resonated with me. I like the thought or I like the sound of making a promise to yourself. Right. Like I'm going to promise myself to, you know, that I'm going to try to walk two or three times a week. Right. Like, I like that better than a resolution resolution. It resolution because it's, I, maybe it's because it's kind of a worn out term mm-hmm. it, and because we know the statistics, like we might not know, know them, but like right. in our hearts, we know that most people don't keep the resolutions. Right. It, it just feels like, I'm setting myself up for not following through. Right. So I like the idea of I'm going to make this promise. To I love myself. that. And I think it it makes it less about whatever you're working on. And it's more about improving yourself overall mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it's being kind to yourself yes. instead of just like a thing yes. or a goal. Right. I love the idea of improving yourself in some way. Or saying I'm yes. going to accomplish this, I have well, loved work on my character. Are you kidding? That's right, an incredible New Year's. Re- my wife resolution. and I um, started one year. We did on Goodreads where we committed to read like a book a month. <sighs> I loved that. That yes. was good for us, and yes. we used Goodread Goodreads to track it. And I loved that because I felt like it kept us motivated and yes. excited to read. I will say in 2019, I don't know if okay. you remember this. Okay. In 2019. 
and I'll call it a resolution, but I made a, a commitment or a resolution that I was going to make my bed every morning. Oh, I remember this. Yes, I remember in 2019, this. I've only missed twice. Since then. Since then. And the wow. reason that I missed both times was because I thought I was going to crawl back into bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were sick? And I, Well, I was just tired or sick. Oh, yeah. Um, but I am really now, uh, you know, I don't know how many days it takes to make a habit. I can't remember, but. I think it's 28. Yeah, but but it really now is. I, I do it. That's but what so bed, interesting. My bed's made right now. I mean, I make my bed every day. So can you tell me what's the reason behind that and what have you seen change? Okay. Or... Oh, yeah, I can, I can tell you. Yeah. Um. Somehow not making my bed is attached to or connected to when my life was so busy hmm. and when I felt like I was just running. Right. Like I felt like I would jump, I, I would wake up with a start, like mm-hmm. go. And, and, and when my life became less busy, I told myself, you know what? I'm going to make my bed every morning because it makes me feel like, I know this is going to sound, well, some people are going to resonate with this for sure. When I make my bed, it somehow kind of sets the tone for my house and my day and mm-hmm. it makes my brain feel less tangled. That's like if so I feel like if I feel like like I'm super busy in lots of different areas, it helps me to know that my bed well, and when my bed is made, then I naturally pick up the rest of the room. Right. When my bed is not made, then I don't really care about the clothes that are draped over the chair. Right. Um, when my bed's made, then I then I do the rest of the of the ridding up of the room. Mm-hmm. I know ridding up is is an old fashioned term, but <laughs> um, I and when my when our bedroom is is ridded up or cleaned up and straightened up, and my bed's made, then I just feel like it just starts. It sets the tone for the rest of my house and right. kind of the rest of my day. Right. That's awesome. I mean, when I get up for TV, at like f- sometimes at 4.30, I make my bed. Do you really? Yeah. I mean, I guess yes, if you've only missed two days, the answer is yes. yes. I do. That's awesome. And I like coming home to it. I like coming home mm-hmm. and going into my room with the bed made and the bedroom looking nice. Yeah. And also, people stop in. I mean. Who's I stopping into your bedroom, I, girl? Well, I mean, I don't. Listen, I stop in and I don't stop into your bedroom. I mean, but if people stop in to visit, if people stop in to visit that have not been to my house and once they want to see the house because we renovated, I will give them a tour. I don't want to give them a tour of my house with my bed unmade. Uh, but that's funny. Yeah, people that's stop funny. in. You're like, let's go to the bedroom. No, <laughs> no, 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 nothing like that. Um, I, you know, I've never been really great at resolutions. What, what are your thoughts on? Um, I kind for me, I kind of like the pick a word for the year. Kind oh of yeah, I do. I, I, I kind uh, of like, I've, I feel I, like that's kind of replaced a new year's resolution in a way. What I like about it though, is I think it, it keeps your mind centered on, on a thought or a, well, it goes back to what, what was popular in the forties. The word is a, is usually an improvement word, right? It's a way to improve ourselves. So if it's like, you know, patience or perseverance right. or, you know, it's, it's a way to, to better ourselves. Right. And I love that idea of bettering yourself as a, a whole human mm-hmm, mm-hmm. instead of just like a weight loss goal mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. whatever. Well, um, and usually it ties into what you feel like your life needs at that point. Like if you need to be brave, braver in your life, you'll pick, you'll right. pick courage or bravery is your word. Right. And I love that. Have you picked one or picked something you want to work on this year? No, I haven't either. 
And I think maybe it'll come to me or maybe it won't. Mm -hmm. I don't know yet. I don't know. Here's what I know, that if you um, want to keep a resolution, there are some ways, if that's something that's important to you, there are some ways to do it. So okay. here's here's a tip for you, is often we, and this I would say this goes with any, any behavior modification that you want to do. When you start something, and I did this even when I was in the classroom, none of my rules were stop or no or don't. Everything was framed in a positive way. Oh, okay. So if you were to word a resolution in your head negatively, mm -hmm. um, where I want to stop biting my nails or I want to stop eating some right, X, right, Y, right, and right, Z, right. think of what that really, what, what do you really want from that? If you want to stop biting your nails, what you really want is you want long nails or healthy nails. Mm -hmm. If you want to stop eating something, mm, what you good. really want to do is you want to eat healthy things. Yeah, so good. I think sometimes when our brain is focused on stopping something, it actually makes it harder uh, to keep yeah, and it feels true. negative. Instead it feels of, constricting or yes. like you're trapped. Instead of saying, this is what I'm going to do. Right. So when we focus right. on the replacement behavior or we focus on the positive part of it, you know, you can't just, we've talked about this before. You can't just stop doing something. Right. Like that just doesn't right. work. Right. Right. You have to actually do something. Right. So instead of saying like, I'm going to stop gossiping, there's really, that's really hard to do unless you replace it with something positive. Right. Right. Where you say, I'm going to say kind things about people. Right. When people aren't around, I'm going to really talk them up. Or the next time a conversation goes this direction, I'm going to replace it with saying Right. Instead. And I, I just think that that having that replacement behavior or that plan in place is is really Important. great. Mm -hmm. Another thing I think that really is helpful is keeping it simple. So if you are somebody that's going to go down the whole weight loss path, set realistic goals. Right. Keep right. things simple, right. because if you um, if you make everything too complicated, you're not going to do anything. Right. You know what I mean? Right. When it's overwhelming. Um, and something that's sustainable, right? You know, like I, what I would do years ago would be like, I'm going to exercise five days a week and then I'd kill myself. <laughs> and then, and then after like three months, I'd be like, I don't want to do, and then I would just stop doing everything. Right. Instead of like, I'm going to do it three times a week and I'm going to just walk at a nice pace for two miles. That's, right. that's doable. Right. I also think another way to help us is a year is a long time. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's not helpful to set a new year's resolution that you're, you're telling yourself, I'm going to do year. this for a mm -hmm. whole mm -hmm. year. Yeah, that's good. Maybe you um, set a time limit like, Hey, for the first three months or the first quarter, I like thinking about the first quarter. So for the first quarter of the year, I'm going to do this. Um, and maybe that would help. Yeah, that's good. Another thing that really helps us is creating incentives. So rewarding yourself, like treat yourself like that. <laughs> right. Right. You know, like what are you going to do if you, um, now, what I would say is if, like, don't say, I'm going to quit smoking, and then if I do, I'm going to get myself a pack of cigarettes. Mm -hmm. or, right, you know, right, right. Obviously, it has to make sense with with creating a positive overall lifestyle. Um, and then I would say the last thing is if you set a resolution and you don't, like, you slip up. So let's say you, you're setting a goal to do something, and whether it's, you know, gossiping, and you do, swearing, and then you do or losing weight and then you don't go to the gym for a week. Don't stop. Right. Don't let right, those right, little right. things crash your whole, you know, Plan. don't let the whole right. house of cards go down just because one thing happened. Right. And I think sometimes we're either all or nothing oh, kind of people. I'm totally that way. And so if we're all or nothing, we're probably gonna end up with nothing. 
So I think when we really create behaviors that are manageable, that we can measure, that are really attainable for us, I think in the long run, that's where we really see changed behavior instead of just this big goal that we really can't attain in the long run. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Have you ever had success with goals before the bed thing? Um, Oh, I've had weight loss um, successes, yeah. Yeah. But but then what ends up happening is, you know, I just go back to... Right. What about the word? Did you ever do the word thing in the past? Mm -hmm. I did the word thing in the past. I mean, I can't remember what my words were, but it was a good, it was a good Mm -hmm. exercise for me. It's really good to center your mind on that. I love hearing people's words and I love sharing people's words. If you have a word that you are working on this year, we would love to see it. I would love to see it. So I would love to see um, on Instagram, on your Instagram stories, or if you post a slide, I would, we would love to yeah, see tell us your word what your stories are. So us. just tag us. So yeah. tag at Leanne Miller or at Hey Matt Barris, because we would really love to see what you're doing. I oh, loved, um, one of my favorite episodes that we did recently was the Huga episode. Yes. I loved seeing people's oh, Huga yes. when they would tag us in candles yes. or food that they prepared or however they were making their house cozy. Um, and you got a, a message from someone that said, yeah, just today, can you tell us about it? Um, it basically just said, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to light the candles. Yeah, you know, the I always I have, I have pretty candles and they're yeah. on the shelf and I don't light them and I'm, I'm, I'm going to light them. Mm-hmm. And you know, listen, light the candles and use the pretty dishes. Totally. You know, because I, I don't know what we're saving them for. And <laughs> yeah, really, true. and really, I, it does help me. It does help my psyche. It does help my, it does help me in the winter when I, I have a little routine in the morning and I go around and I light the candles mm-hmm. and I set, I make my home cozy. It, it really helps. Yeah. It really helps me. We, I, I so loved hearing from people. Yeah. Um, and so if you have a word of the year, yes, we want to know about it. Know. And also if you have been enjoying, um, these are good days with us. Please um, share it with a friend. Yes, leave a review. Or leave a please, review on yes. Apple, or just it shout it out because we would love to know. It really does. It does. It you really know, does. we're 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 noticing or recognizing, and people are letting us know that now because, I, and I think it's connected to the reviews totally. and people rating our podcast that people were popping up in people's algorithm. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, you had a friend from yesteryear that was like, look what popped up in my algorithm. Like, right. I, <laughs> and he messaged and then, me and it was so, it was exciting. Yeah. And yeah. then I had somebody that loves listening to the podcast that, Oh gosh, this was from a Bible study, literally like 25 years ago. She damned me. And she said, Lee Ann, I was looking at podcasts or going through my podcast and your face, your face with this guy <laughs> popped up and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I know her. Yeah. And, that's so awesome. and so it really does matter when you leave those yeah. reviews and thank you for those of you that yeah, have left awesome. reviews. It's just so kind. It's awesome. My, I think one of my favorite things that we've heard consistently is it's like sitting around with friends, drinking a cup of coffee. Well, yeah. Really, and really that's really is. when we came into this, that was our intention yes. is that, you know, we, we in real life for 15 years have sat around and have <laughs> Had cups of coffee and conversation with with, friends, sometimes by ourselves. Just with no microphone. Right. And so I'm just so thankful for you guys um, reaching out to us. So thank you for reaching out. Please tag us in your New Year's resolutions if that's what you're doing. Or I would love to know your word Word. um, because I would love to see what, what you guys are working on. And hopefully maybe... It would inspire us to get yes, a word. Yes, or or your New Year's promises 
promises to yourself. Yes, I love promises to yourself. Yes. All right. So whether ordinary or extraordinary, we hope that you see that these are good days.